Hi, I'm Skipper Parvo. Welcome to the Slop Podcast. Today's guest is Truck Watkins. He is the true definition of the American dream and a redemption story for the ages that I think we can all relate to. From incarceration to philanthropist, Truck, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Skipper. It's, a, it's an honor to be here. <laughs> the honor is all mine to call you a friend. We'd like to start each session with a 15-second meditation. Oh. Would oh. you be comfortable participating with me? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. have nine lives and you've lived so many incarnations (laughs) from incarcerated felon to billionaire helping get women off the streets of Skid Row. Can you um, unpack your background story and what it is you do? Well, I don't think my story is that unusual, Skipper. Um, I was raised in poverty, single mother. I'm a uh, single mother, and oh, so, so I understand both. The struggle, yeah. All of it, yeah. And early on in life, I got caught up in what a lot of young African-American males do, you know, the street life. Oh, absolutely. Drugs, gangs, uh, prostitution, bowling after hours, um, throwing uh, batons uh, away, you know, that are perfectly fine and aren't trash. Pushing the air out of people's tires. You know how people do that. I would do it on bikes and cars. Like let the air out. That of happened tires. to my Tesla the yeah. other day. It's, it's a real. Um, it's a real epidemic in this country. You go south of Wilshire, and yeah. that happens. Yeah, you just turn, and then all of a sudden you're on a flat. Mm. Um, you know, throwing sneakers up on the on the phone lines. One you know, there was fell, a lot of that. Yeah, one fell through my moonroof. Yeah, people have been hurt by those shoes, and and one of my goals is to. Try to make this a world where people don't let the air out of your tire. People don't throw sneakers up on phone lines, you know? It happens to so many. Yeah, it does, unfortunately. Yeah. I was out there for a long time exploiting women. I'll be honest. I exploited a lot of women. You know, I'm a very handsome man. Mm. I, you know, I speak a good game, (laughs) as the kids like to say. And I was able to manipulate young women into being prostitutes. And eventually that all caught up with me and I did 10 years in prison. I just feel like I want to try to do my part now to make up for some of those mistakes. That's beautiful and so inspiring. I mean, your story from running wild on the inner city streets Mm -hmm. to the penitentiary Mm -hmm. to being released and deciding to give back, it's... It makes me feel like I could pursue dreams I haven't even had yet, if that makes any sense. Well, that's my goal. That's what I'm hoping to inspire people. In my unpublished manuscript, How to Get Off the Streets and Get Into Money, I I really want people to see that there's more to life than just falling to the criminal element. Oh, absolutely. At Slop, we're all about learning on the go and making the best out of whatever situation the universe throws at you. Uh, Can you unpack a little bit the skills that you learned in prison that lent themselves to your entrepreneurial pursuits post-penitentiary? Yeah, Skipper, you know, when I was sitting in my jail cell for all those years, Mm -hmm. I kept looking at myself and saying, what did I do? 
to put myself in this position and it was the answer was clear I broke the law so I had to figure out a way to not break the law but yet still be able to make money working with women and I found that nannying was the best way to do that. Mm. And was there anything in prison, other people that you dealt with that, you know, help with your relationship skills, the way you speak to women, mm -hmm. the company that you run, you mm -hmm. know, the things that you want your nannies to carry the brand mm -hmm. into the households they work in? Yeah, there was a guy, an older guy, uh, his name was Little Licky. Little and Licky. he would say, man, if a bitch can make some money, then a nigga can make some money off of that bitch. Mm, wow. Talk about manifesting your purpose. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Truck after a word from our sponsors. Whenever my day feels like it's spinning out of control and I'm stressed out of my mind, the first thing I ask myself is how long I've been wearing shoes. Often it has been hours, if not days, since grass tickled my toes. Unacceptable. Trapping feet in confining footwear is a practice established by the patriarchy dating back to the crippling of concubines in A.D. 25. The fastest way to disconnect from your soul is to disconnect your feet from the earth, which is why I am thrilled to count Souls Unseen as a slot partner. Souls Unseen uses cutting-edge technology to create a roomy, breathable sneaker so lightweight and transparent, it literally looks and feels like you're barefoot. I'm wearing mine now. Souls Unseen was founded by a cardiac surgeon, Dr. Stefan Shiv, who found that patients who engaged in the primordial practice of grounding, also known as earthing or going barefoot, dramatically reduced their risks of heart attacks and cardiovascular disease. When they not only weren't dying, weren't needing surgery, and were sleeping better, Dr. Shiv knew he was onto something and set out to design, in collaboration with Converse and Balenciaga, Souls Unseen, the world's first invisible shoe. Funny story. Earlier today, I went to have lunch at Gracias Madre and was initially turned away because of their antiquated dress code. But then I told the manager about Souls Unseen, and he literally showed me to my table, ordered himself a pair, and fired the hostess on the spot. <laughs> For every pair of Souls Unseen sold, Dr. Shiv and his team donate a pair to a needy child in Africa. Research has shown that wearing Souls Unseen and engaging in earthing safely without exposing yourself to the toxins lining the streets can regulate the endocrine and nervous systems, reduce blood viscosity, stabilize our moods, ward off the filthy electromagnetic pollution we're assaulted by constantly from Wi-Fi, phone signals, and automatic doors, etc., and establish a channel for the Earth's innate electrical charge to travel from the ground into your body. At $15.99, that's $1,599, they do not come cheap. So join us in writing your senators to have this medical necessity covered by health insurance. In the meantime, use the promo code SLOPTHEPODCAST for $50 off your first pair of Souls Unseen. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I think that people don't realize how successful you became taking this tragedy mm -hmm. of going to prison for uh, 
prostituting women, if yeah. that's the... Uh, yeah, I was a pimp, a panderer, um, a player, <laughs> a player main, you know, I did all of that stuff. Sure, you know? sure. Uh, play a player, you know. Um, <laughs> I love the way you say that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the way you had to say it to survive. Oh, okay. Um, it's a patriarchal society, and so, you know, you can't be blamed for those choices. No, no, I don't take the blame for that. I do blame society for that. Good. Um, but when I got out of prison, I realized I needed to make amends. Mm -hmm. So I went back out and found a lot of women, some of the same women I had exploited in the past, and I decided to help them get on their feet and do something they could be proud of, which is helping rich women raise their children. I got your information from my best friend, Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, yeah. who you had provided with a mm -hmm. life-changing, game-changing nanny. and. Uh, you really turned parenthood around for me by bringing uh, a nanny into the life of myself and my son, Navy Sebastian. Well, you know, Skipper, when I met you, I was like, which one of my girls would be perfect for Skipper? And it was quotation. <laughs> you know, I was like, this woman and you were just like. Oh, quotation. Did, and I'm, am I pronouncing her name correctly? Quotation. Quotation. But you pay her, so you can call her whatever you want. <laughs> you know? Navy loves her. Of course. I train I mean, my girls, you know, to be very respectful and that the client is always right. Give the client whatever he or she desires. Oh, I love that. People pleasing has been um, a fault mm -hmm. of my own. And so I do like to see it in my employees because yeah. then I can help them mm. overcome it. Quotation. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the young girls who I bring into my organization, you know, some, a lot of them I meet at, I'll go down to the bus station and I'll see these young, desperate young women getting off the bus with stars in their eyes. And I look for that thing in them where I know, like, you've been hurt and I can use that hurt to make a lot of money for my foundation. One of the things I always say to them is, you're not going to sell your body, you're going to sell your soul. Your job is to make the desires of the client come true. You know, it's oh. a fantasy, you know? I love it. It's such a beautiful thing. I mean, that is the founder DNA speaking right there. I mm. mean, you wonder why you're a billionaire philanthropist. <laughs> and it's things like bringing the fantasy to life and mm. then somehow all of the money going back to these women who well, have no, no, nothing. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Let me correct you. The women don't make any money. Oh. No, all the money comes back to me. I mean, technically my foundation. Uh, <sighs> you know, the truck Watkins. Church of Women. I was able to purchase a, a former church and redesign it as a living space for myself, mm -hmm. for my women, to uh, my nannies, as I like to call them, uh, to live and work in. And the beauty of it is because it's a church, all of the income is tax-free. Mm. And so I guess you could say I'm sort of the guru, if you will, of these women's lives. I, you know, I tell them how to dress. I tell them how to behave. I make sure that they turn all their monies back over to me so that we can continue to have this wonderful lifestyle that we've grown accustomed to. It's such a beautiful gift that they don't have to worry about anything but what they're giving back to society. You know, finances, living, food, taxes, none of it. You cover all of that. I cover everything. I mean, I'm sort of a father figure to them. Um, mm -hmm. They call me daddy. 
um, which helps with the nannying because they, they're not working with actual daddies. And then they have sort of a daddy figure in the home with them. So, you know, mm -hmm. because so many women are lacking father figures. Yeah. You know, my son is lacking a father figure, mm -hmm. these nannies, you mm -hmm. know, and you just are daddy to all of us. And I, I mean, that's I, what I look for. I look for a woman who has daddy issues and I try mm -hmm. to fulfill that for her. Oh, it's so beautiful to take this hurt and pain and women living on the streets and give them this job and mm -hmm. employ them where they're not having to sell their mm -hmm. bodies, that mm -hmm. they're selling their souls. Yeah, and that really is my goal, Skipper. I'd like to share with you, we get a lot of flack here at Slop mm -hmm. for, you know, questioning the traditional way of doing things. And I guess I'm wondering, what do you, what do you think it is that so enrages people about women having thoughts and questioning the way of doing things? First of all, this, this enrages me that women are not allowed to freely give whatever services they want to give without people judging them or judging the men behind them. You know, we are currently in a man-hating women society mm -hmm. and you are a feminist. Mm -hmm. I mean, oh, definitely. What to you does it mean to be a woman? To me, I think that what's great about women is that they are able to bring so much to enrich the lives of men, mm -hmm. you know? And I think without women, I wouldn't be the man I am today. I wouldn't be the billionaire I am today if it wasn't for the hard work of the lot, a lot of the women who work for me. I mean, Navy Sebastian would not be the child he was without, quote, Quotation. Quotation. But say whatever you want. She doesn't care. Okay. <laughs> That's what I love about her. She's so easygoing. I mm -hmm. mean, I really, I love that she encourages play and uh, there's just a little bit of trepidation mm -hmm. that I think is important to teach a child. You know, it you want to be a little bit fearful in society mm -hmm. because, you know, you don't know who's going to be elected president. I want a judgment-free society where women can make their own choices and have the support of men. Mm. And I can't see a better situation for that than you providing these women with these jobs in this mm -hmm. home. I mean, <laughs> it looks like a palace. I'd like to live there. Oh, well, there's room. Oh, really, Tabby? I mean, what would my surprised. room look like? <laughs> oh, well, we have, each room has uh, double bunk beds. Ooh. So definitely, uh, I could kick somebody out to sleep in the choir stand if I need to. But <sighs> a high-end nanny like you... Top dollar. Oh my God, the money. Oh. The money the foundation could make if we had a top, high end, you know, hot, blonde, beautiful nanny like you. Oh, yeah, there's some people like up, up in the Hollywood Hills. Oh my God, so, much, so much money up generous. there. But actually, you know, now that I think about it, our foundation has expanded into Saudi Arabia because the royal family is looking for a lot of women to come in and be nannies and a oh beautiful blonde like yourself. Oh, top dollar in a place like that. There. Oh. All Stop. come back to the foundation. <laughs> well, I've been dying to go no, to Oman. But I, in all seriousness, I'm serious. So if you're interested at all, I can make this happen. Oh, my God. You know, I'm a charitable person. And so I feel like that could be, you know, maybe like an auction giveaway. Like, mm -hmm. I'll nanny for a week in Saudi Arabia. I, I can make that work. I can work with that. God knows Quotasia needs to help me. Did I say her name right? Quotasia. It's whatever you want it to be. Okay. That's parenting skills. And you let you me know, know if she gives you any lip. Because I'll set her straight and I'll send her back. Happy. <laughs> well, uh, we're running out of time for this week, so I just want to thank you again for joining us today. And uh, for our listeners, you can visit slopthepodcast.com to donate to Trucks Foundation and also seek out a nanny for yourself. And we're just so grateful. Thank you. Thank you so much, Skipper. And seriously, let me know about Saudi Arabia.
I would love to go. I'm a woman of my word. And I'm a man of my word. I'm Skipper Parvo, and you just intoxicated your spirit with slop. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, subscribe, and share with your friends. See you next week. Mortality is just the craziest concept. How do you deal? Well, I've never thought about it that way before. Um, I think for me, um, the more I give, I feel like that person will then pay it forward and you sort of will live forever in your, in your giving of, you know, hope to... Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure if I'm answering your question, uh, but... Um, I you know, feel the intent of it, though. Like, I feel like your soul's speaking to, like, the next life, you know, that it's going to be going on. I get it. Okay. Trust your intuition. It's telling you to subscribe to Slop on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. Skipper.